Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. I often share a day designed for us to rejoice in his name, to magnify his name, you know, to let him know how much we love him and are so grateful for the things that he has done for us. For the Lord is good, <laughs> and his mercy endureth forever. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we make a quality decision, intentional decision, to worship him, to praise him, to pray to him, to read his word, and to trust him. So we just thank God for each of you that are joining in, whether you're traveling along in your automobiles or whether you're in the comfort of your homes, we welcome you to Time of Restoration Broadcast and hope that something will be said to touch you, to bless you, to encourage your heart. Before I go into uh, my lesson, I am going to be reading Psalms 4 to 5. 145 and it says um, I will extol thee my God O King and I will bless thy name forever and ever every day will I bless thee and will praise thy name forever great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable one generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. The kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raises up all those that bow, that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee 
and thou givest them thy meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Oh, what what a what a awesome psalms this is. Uh, the psalmist David was saying that every day I will bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever. And then that verse three says, "Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised." And his greatness is unsearchable. <laughs> Can you imagine that his greatness is unsearchable? And the, the thing that we're going to do is that we're going to speak of his wondrous works to the generation, to the next generation. That means we're going to tell our grandchildren, we, children, we're going to tell our children, our children's children, how good God is. And what he has done over the years, how he's protected us, how he has provided for us. Oh my God, how he allowed us to have clothes on our backs, food to eat, a place to live. That is talking about God's wondrous works. And the greatest is that the fact that God gave his son and his son gave his life. I mean, that is the one thing, you know, we can leave children money. We can leave them uh, properties and things of that nature and estates. But the greatest legacy that we can ever leave our children is how to love God and to how to serve him and how much God loves them. That's the greatest legacy. That's the one thing I can say my mother and father left for me. I mean, I saw them pray. I saw them worship God. I saw them live a holy life, you know, uh, before people and serving God. So it's just a great thing that when we can bless the Lord and praise him and praise his name forever. What a glorious thing. So before I go into my new teaching, I will be starting a new teaching on this evening or this morning, whenever you're listening, uh, I'll be teaching on trusting God. Trusting God. But before we go into that teaching, I would like to go before the throne of God in prayer. Father God, I first ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I thank God that the veil has been rented from top to bottom, that I now have access to enter into the most holy of holies, Only the place where the high priest could enter to atone for the sins of men and women, boys and girls. But because of your death on the cross, we now have access 
to enter into the most holy of holies, to give you thanksgiving, to obtain help in the time of need. Lord, we thank you because this is the day that you have made. And God, we are lifting up people everywhere. We're lifting up leaders everywhere, God. Leaders of nations, God. We are praying for our president. And Lord, we are praying for those leaders that are tyrant leaders, that they're killing their constituents and their people. Lord, we ask, oh God, you said that you can change the hearts of the king. And Lord, as we as we pray and as we intercede for those leaders that are not good leaders, God, you know who they are. And Lord, we are asking, oh God, that you would change the hearts of kings and minds of leaders. We are praying for our president, God. We are praying for the condition of America. Lord, every time you listen, watch TV, it's nothing but just bad news, bad news. But we know the good news is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God, we thank you for the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, we are praying for the elders and leaders of churches, oh God. We are lifting up, oh God, the body of Christ. Unite us and make us one in the name of Jesus. God, we are praying for pastors that have thrown in the towel and have given up, oh God, the work of the ministry. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We are praying for our local assembly. We are praying for our sisters and pastor, Pastor Kenneth, his wife, his family, his children, God. We are asking, oh God, we are lifting up the ministerial staff of our church, the Deacon Boards, God. And Lord, we are praying for Deacon Mark Saunders that lost his father. We are asking that you sustain the family, his mother, the siblings, the children, Lord. Sustain them and be with them and comfort them. And not only them, but those all over the world that have lost loved ones, those that have lost their homes due to tornadoes, oh God. Lord, we are asking, oh God, that you would just provide and make that way for them, God. We are coming against the spirit of abortion. We are praying that babies shall live in and in, 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 in the mother's wombs, that mothers will not be, uh, abort their children. We are coming against the spirit of suicide today. We are coming against the spirit of murder and rage and hatred, oh God. Lord, we are asking today that those that are homeless, those that are addicted to drugs and alcoholism, God, that you were set free tonight. Lord, we're asking that you would change hearts and minds and desires. God, you are the one that's able to take that stony heart and make it a heart of flesh that is pliable to the things of God. Lord, we ask that you would just make known your wonders. We are yet praying for first responders, oh God. We are praying, oh God, for those that are sick in the hospitals, battling all manner of diseases. And God, we know and we can trust you, oh God. We can stand on your word because you said that you would never leave us nor to forsake us. And God, we are praying today for those that are hiding behind closed doors because they have been victimized. They've been robbed or they've been raped and they're afraid to come out and live their lives because of being victimized. So Lord, we are praying that robbers and rapists and murderers will be apprehended. Carjackers, oh God, that they will be exposed and apprehended. God, we are coming against sex trafficking. God, I just saw the other day how parents are taking their kids and 
telling them to stay at a particular spot until they are picked up and that they would be back for them knowing they're lying to their kids and actually selling them for into sex trafficking. Lord, we are asking that you would make a way. Make a way of an escape. Lord, let those boys and girls, oh God, oh God, be delivered and set free in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just ask, oh God, we are praying for our local governors and mayors. Oh God, we are praying for uh, America. And Lord, we are asking, oh God, today that you would comfort, that you would deliver, that you would set free, and that you would make whole. In Jesus' name, Lord, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my Redeemer, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. We're going to be doing a new teaching, and the new teaching is going to be trusting God. Trusting God. If we go to Proverbs chapter 3, Proverbs um, chapter 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. And the word trust in this passage of scripture means to have confidence in. It means to trust. It means to have hope in. And when we look at the Webster Dictionary for Trust, the word, the word trust, the definition, it says that reliance on the integrity, strength, Ability, surety of a person or thing. It means confidence, confident expectation of something. It means hope. And it also means a person, whom, or thing on which one relies. God is my trust. God should be your trust. We cannot even trust in ourselves because even the scripture tells us not to lean on our own understanding because every man thinks he's right in his own eyes, but God weighs the matter. And sometimes when we try to trust in ourselves, you know, we can be goofy and we can mess up things. So we don't even want to lean on our own understanding because our understanding can be so jacked up compared to what God is saying in his word and how we should trust him and how we should stand on scripture versus our understanding. So we want to talk tonight 
about trusting God. We want to be giving you some scriptures about trusting God. I uh, found this topic here by Rachel Dawson. And uh, she had shared that, what does the Bible say about trusting God? Scripture gives constant encouragement and heeding to trust in God through all things. It says, let us hearken to the word of God. Now, I just finished a teaching in reference to uh, remembering God. When we can remember his word and remember him, we can trust him. We will experience unexpected hardships in our lives. And it is these times our trust in God is really tested. God will never abandon us of his mercy and love. Let us depend on the Lord in our darkest hours. So we're going to be reading a few verses that deals with trusting God. As our opening scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your understanding. Now Psalms 37 verses 3 through 5 says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the, de the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. I'm going to read that Psalms in the King James Version. Psalms 37 verses 3 and 4. It reads a little differently and it says, um, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Do you want to become God's delight? Can you imagine? He says, delight thyself in the Lord. In other, in other words, when you delight yourself in the Lord, you are pliable. You know, you 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 are delicate. <laughs> you 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 you. If you want to become, if you want to become his delight, don't have a hard heart. Don't have a fighting spirit. Don't have a resistant spirit to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we should not even quench the Holy Spirit of God. It is wrong to even quench the Holy Spirit. Sometimes people in churches, they have an unction to throw their hands up and to worship God and to magnify Him, but they're afraid of what people are going to say or think. I mean, there are some churches that you can't even raise your hands or even uh, attempt to say hallelujah because the whole congregation would turn around and look at you. But thank God where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom to worship Him, freedom to magnify His name, freedom to dance and shout, Oh God, and give Him praise. Hallelujah. 
Thank God for the fact that we can trust him. We want to become his delight. And as we become his delight, then we're going to commit our ways. Now, you know, I think it was Hosea that has said to the children of Israel, consider your ways. Sometimes some of us need to consider our ways. Sometimes our ways are not right before God. Our ways are not right before people. And sometimes we try to fake as they were the, as the world would say, fake the funk. But that's that's not what we need to do. We need to be people of integrity, people of honesty. And be real. Be real. Be real to each other. Be honest to each other. And if you find yourself that you're not real, ask the Lord, you know, to search your heart. Take out anything that's in you that's not of him, that's not like him. You know, even the Bible, the Bible talks about flattery. You know, people like to use flattery words to, to, to deceive people. But that's, you have to be even careful with flattery. But we want to know that we have to trust in God at all, at all times, regardless of what we are facing, regardless of the hard times. Uh, we have to learn to trust God. Psalms 143 and 8 says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you I entrust my life. You know, every day we should wake up and say, Lord, I'm trusting you today. Direct my path today. Lord, have me to call the person you, you want me to call today. Have me to communicate with that person you desire for me to communicate with today, Lord. Just order my steps. And he will do that. I mean, the, the Holy Spirit will direct your full day when you are conscious and keen in the Spirit. He will tell you who to call, when to call, who to pray for, who to intercede for. And many times parents can be awakened out of, the, out of their sleep at a moment that that child is in danger. And they'll begin to intercede. And when they go back and check out that very hour that they were disturbed out of their sleep, waking up, interceding for their children or their child or whomever, because they were facing danger. That happened to me. One of my children was facing danger. And at three or four o'clock in the morning, I was awakened and I began to intercede. And sure enough, that very hour, she, my, my daughter was in danger. But God spared her life because I was keen in the spirit. He woke me up in the middle of the night and I knew my child was in danger. And I began to intercede. So these are the things that we can trust God for. We can trust him with the lives of our children. We can trust him, you know, to know that he will show up. And he will, you know, prick our spirits to pray and to intercede when we need to. So we thank God, you know, for that. Another scripture in Psalms um, 118 and 8 says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put trust in humans. <laughs> the Bible clearly tells us, don't put your trust in man. 
Men will let you down. Men will let you down. Don't put your trust in horses and chariots. Neither in men, but put your trust in God. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. Because humans will let us down. Psalms 4 to 6 and 10 tells us, and this was one of my husband's favorite scriptures, be still and know, hallelujah, that I am God. I will be exalted among the nation. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know. Sometimes it's so hard for people to be still. They're always busy always moving, always doing, always going, you know, but sometimes we are so busy that we miss God and we don't hear him. But God has said to us tonight or this morning, whenever you're listening, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So we thank God for this teaching, uh, our new teaching, trusting God. And whatever you're facing, know that you can trust God in and through all things because he's faithful that promise. If you're out there and you're listening to us and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, I would like to give you that opportunity to receive Jesus today. If you will repeat this prayer after me, Father God, I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross that I might be saved. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. If you've prayed this prayer, let someone know that you've accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Let your parents know, let your friends know, let your siblings know. You have now made heaven rejoice because every soul that repents on earth, it says it makes heaven rejoice. So the angels are rejoicing in heaven because you have repented today and accepted Jesus as your personal savior. If you are that backslider, know that God is married to you and all you have to do is repent and ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation and come home because Abba Father is waiting for you the saints of God are waiting for you come home come home don't worry about the elder brothers <laughs> as the prodigal son had to worry about his elder brother 
just come home to Jesus because he's married to you. So we just thank God for those that accepted Jesus and for those that rededicated their lives back to the Lord that have walked away because God is married to the backslider. So whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.